would you typically listen to Bach? Your lounge? A music hall? Well, for Ukrainian conductor Serhi Likomenko, it's his lullaby on the battlefield. He's now fighting for the devastated town of Bakhmut in Ukraine, where classical music is a welcome relief against the sounds of war. Russell Torrance from ABC Classic is here to tell us more about this, well, pretty incredible story. Russell, welcome. Thanks, PK. Thanks very much for having me. It's an incredible story, isn't it? Yeah. What touched you most about this story? Well, there's so much that's touched me about the war in Ukraine. It goes without saying. It really does. Um, But it's always the case when you, you, you hear about a war and it can affect you to hear about statistics and all the stuff that you were talking about a moment ago about the schools and so on. And But then you see a person, one person, and what's happened to them. And that really affects you, doesn't it? Particularly for me, because I'm in the classical music sphere and I'm interested in classical music. And this guy is a conductor. He's a, he's a well-known conductor. He's recorded with his orchestras. He's conducted orchestras in Kiev and Kharkiv as well. And as soon as the war started, he said that that was it. He volunteered. And there he is up at the front. And it's, it's funny because he's not alone. He said it's all classes or social classes are there at the front, conductors, actors and bus drivers all together fighting for Baku. Why do you think classical music can be so healing in this kind of level of trauma that comes with war? That's a good question. I mean, it's all very well for me to say that classical music is healing in war. I've never experienced war. Mm, mm. I'm so lucky I haven't. And I'm here in a country that hopefully will never experience war. Um, so I can't very well stand on a hilltop and say, listen to Bach, you'll be fine. But but having said that, there's something special. There really is, because this is music that's from a different time and era. Maybe it's music that helps you escape the here and now. And that's what you need, isn't it? You need something like that. I imagine if you're there in the middle of the Netskoblask trying to fight for a town, trying to, to sleep at night, it must be so hard. Yeah, really hard. Let's <laughs> move to something else, if we can, yeah. Russell. I know you were at Wome Adelaide over the weekend, so was I. We should have... Were yeah, you? Yeah. Oh, hanging oh, out. I didn't yeah. see you. Oh, no, I didn't see you either. But there were how many people? I've never seen so many people in my life. What, I, caught, I what caught your ears the most? <laughs> There's so many great things. I mean, the, the Proclaimers, Florence and the Machine, um, Sam the Great, the Astor Piazzolla Quintet. There was a Ukrainian group that were amazing as well. They were called Balaclava Blues. And this woman's voice was astonishing and they had some powerful messages. But I want to talk about the Kronos Quartet. They're amazing. This, this quartet was founded in the 1970s, actually in Seattle. But before long, they all ended up in San Francisco. And this is very much, it's a string quartet. So, you know, a string quartet, what do you imagine? People in dicky bows sitting in front of a, <laughs> a, a, a vase of flowers. That's not what the Kronos Quartet are. And they were de- determined to not become that right from the very beginning. They, they're part of the hippie generation. So they play music by the likes of Steve Reich and Philip Glass. But they play other stuff too, PK. What other stuff? Well... I, I look, they, they play music by the likes of Jimi Hendrix and Sigur Ross. In fact, um, that was one of the first controversial moments from the Kronos Quartet was when there they were in the middle of a concert and they amped themselves up. So, you know, like guitar amps and things like that, normally a million miles away from a string quartet, they decided to use them and they played their version of Purple Haze. I think you've got some to play in a moment, oh, haven't you? we do. Why is it so special? It's just so special because they, they changed the... 
the way that we think about classical music. They decided, we talk these days about breaking down barriers and, and, and not being pigeonholed. They were doing that 50 years ago, and they very much were trailblazers in that regard. And they were excellent at playing classical music, modern classical music. So it wasn't like they were trying to be a gimmick and trying to be famous on the back of playing Purple Haze. They did it all, and they're still around. I mean, this is meant to be their farewell tour. And here they are in Australia. I think they're playing an Adelaide Festival tonight. And they are playing in Melbourne and Sydney and other places. So look out for them. Yeah, for sure. They're amazing. All right, we're going to mm-hmm. hear a bit of that. But first, I'll, I'll bid you for farewell, Russell. Always lovely okay. to talk to you. See ya. <laughs> you too, PK. Let's hear the Kronos Quartet playing Purple Haze. As loud as Jimi Hendrix himself. The Kronos Quartet playing Purple Haze by Jimi Hendrix. Russell Torrance, of course, is the ABC Classic Drive presenter who joins us regularly on this program. Stream any ABC radio station live and on the go. Discover new podcasts, music and audiobooks, all free on the ABC Listen app.